Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Kevin Joseph, and you are now listening to The KJ Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you again for tuning in into The KJ Show. I am your wonderful host, Kevin Joseph, and you already know how I bring in the wonderful awesome and amazing guest. So today I have a special guest for you guys. He is an entrepreneur, marketing consultant for multiple seven-figure businesses, been running ads since he was 16 years old. He is literally the best internet marketing service that money can buy. My boy, Dimitri Miko. What's going on, man? How you living, man? Awesome. What's going on, Kendra? <laughs> um, yeah, just super grateful. Um, so, so thanks for having me. I'm looking forward oh, to it, man. Of course, man. Of course, man. Yeah, I uh, reached out to Nico. We are both in a uh, Facebook ads group. And so, man, you dropped some bomb-ass content one time, man. I actually want to let you know I actually stole your strategy uh, for the uh, Facebook Messenger, yeah, awesome. man. Um, I stole that strategy from you, man. It was so good, man, that I had to add you and reach out to you, man. So um, go ahead and let the people little, tell tell a little bit about yourself let the people know who you are yeah awesome man so um basically i'm yeah an internet marketing consultant um i own an agency down here in melbourne we specialize in paid traffic which essentially means running all the facebook ads and and google ads and and whatever it is all the really intricate stuff um that 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 comes with running the advertisement for for these companies um and we've had a lot of success scaling a lot of these companies right from the beginning the the early stages of an idea being like the the inception of the idea all the way to the point where they're doing well over a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a month, um, and I guess that started out. So, to give you a bit of background, um, I started drop shipping when I was 16, 17 years old. Um, did that probably for about a year or two, and it was it was okay. It wasn't no great success in drop shipping or anything like that. Um, but it's where I really sort of got a grasp on on how all this advertising stuff works and how essentially selling online works, right? Um, from there, of course, year 12 happened at school, all the finals, the big exams and stuff like that. So I sort of had to give, give all that up um, temporarily. And then I ended up rolling into straight into college, um, university, we call it over here. Mm. Um, ended up going into law school, did about a year of that. And I mean, it's funny, man, in the beginning, it was a bit like, oh my God, how did I get here? All yeah, these right. guys, are, are like the hot shots, you know, everyone, everyone wants to be there when they're at school, right? Everyone wants to get, get into law school or med school or something like that. Um, but by the end of my first year, it was completely flipped. And it was like, man, what am I doing here? How did I end up here? You know, um, this is, this is so small time. And I guess all these bigger sort of entrepreneurial, um, like the entrepreneurial itch, you know, that, that all sort of started coming into play. Um, and I really wanted to go back to what I was doing before, um, ended up starting consulting. So I actually started, which is kind of funny. I actually started with the Ty Lopez course. Um, the oh, yeah, social social media. Media. yeah, that's yeah, the agency course. So that was, um, it was very foundational. I mean, the, the real basics. Um, but from there, I was able to build and then really niche down and specialize in a specific skill set. Um, this is after you, this is after you were doing dropshipping already and went to buy the Ty Lopez course. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I already had sort of an idea of, of Facebook advertising and online marketing okay. and stuff like that. And I wanted to sort of understand the consulting space a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. That's a crazy story. And so now you are 22 years old, right? Yeah, so I'm 22 now. Um, I run the agency at the moment full-time. We've also got um, another company that I've got a couple of business partners involved in that I entered a couple of months ago. Um, it's a fitness apparel company that 
was a client and we did a great job. Um, basically got some pretty awesome results and then we wanted to take it to the next level. Um, and the guy, I guess, um, he was at that stage where he was sort of hitting a ceiling as well and, and, and thinking like, man, how can I really, really blow this up? I can't mm -hmm. just do it all by myself. So we sort of joined forces and now, um, yeah, we're focusing on really scaling that. Man. So like what got you started at 16 though? Like what was it to just like, man, I want to start running ads at 16. Like, what? What was it, you know? Most 16 yeah. girls, you know, they're out there, you know, chasing girls, playing sports, you know. Uh, why why e-commerce at 16? Yeah, good question. Um, basically, I didn't, going through high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I grew up going through a private school, right? So the whole idea was, hey, you either have to go to law school or med school or become an engineer or something like that. Right. And um, I really, none, none of those ideas sort of, there was no attraction to any of that or that sort of lifestyle of going through the corporate ladder or anything like that. And people would tell me like, Hey, you have to do this. Um, oh my God, it's going to be so great. You're going to work your way off the corporate ladder. And it just didn't appeal to me. Um, but I knew I'd have to start making money somehow. Right. right. Um, and then my little brother actually introduced me to this guy on YouTube called Alex Becker, who does a lot of SEO stuff. Um, mm -hmm. He does a lot of drop shipping and stuff like that. And he actually created this video on drop shipping. And that's where I was like, the very first sort of exposure to the whole idea of dropshipping. And it just blew my mind that you could have a business where you don't hold any inventory. There's no upfront investment, nothing. Um, and back then was like the day of the, the golden era of dropshipping, right? That was um, right. literally just run an ad to a product page and start making sales. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. I mean, mostly from this YouTuber who I still follow and watch all these videos. I think he's great. Anyone should go check him out. Um, if they're into internet marketing, Alex Becker, um, yeah, he does a lot of email marketing stuff now and supplements and yeah, very, uh, very sort of high class entrepreneur. I yeah, I like how you said like the uh, the golden age of drop shipping, man, because I know, especially now, man, I know um, people would say that drop shipping is a, you know, quote unquote, very crowded niche. So, you know, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about, you know, the drop shipping wave, how it is now? You know, everybody can feel like, oh, I could just make money from drop shipping. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's definitely still so much money in dropshipping and e-commerce in general. Um, what's been happening over the last couple of years is that there's been a shift in the balance of, of who's actually making the money. Um, and it's gone from in the early stages, everyone was making a bit of money, right? Everyone could get to six figures in dropshipping. Now people are really starting to figure it out. And the ones that have figured it out have really excelled. And they're taking a massive sort of portion of the pie chart, portion of the income. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not much left of the guys that just want to direct link to a product page and start selling stuff. So mm -hmm. now that the shift has gone that way, um, it's really about building a brand and, and sort of creating an audience that, that's really faithful to your product or um, whatever it is that you, you have to offer. So that when you do go and ask for the sale or um, run those ads to your product page, which is, of course, it fits in the puzzle somewhere, but it's just one piece in the massive puzzle now. Um, you do get the conversions and you do have the income coming in. Mm. yeah i know right because I, I feel like this i feel like the uh the wave of drop shipping is kind of like how uh uh like you know network marketing you know network marketing is just like oh you, you go to a big seminar you make all this money then from there you're good right yeah. <laughs> I, like i've run into even younger people and older people you know it's just like oh yeah i, I started my website and you know, i'm gonna be making money but then they make a website and just like well yeah money's not coming in I'm just like, wait, I'm just like, well, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's just like you getting a store and you, you got your own, let's say pizza store and you know, you have this whole building, but how are you going to get people to it? You know? So I think the, 
not teaching people about the way of getting traffic to your stores. I think that's like kind of the big, um, you know, difference between the, the, the top level and then, you know, the bottom level people who just make a Shopify store. And then, you know, from there, they think they're just going to make, start making money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, today, it's all about building up a brand, a faithful following to your product or whatever your offering is. Um, and, and then focusing on monetizing later. So don't think in the short term and making a, making a sale today, focus on, on customer lifetime value and actually bringing all these customers into your business, not even selling them anything, bringing them all in and then further down the track, then asking for money. No, bro. So what type of clients do you work with? At the moment, um, so we work with uh, all pretty much all private label e-commerce. Um, we've got clients in the supplement space. Private label e-commerce. Could you like briefly break, break uh, tell what that is? Yeah, for sure. So it's basically everything that's not drop shipping. So people that have their own brand or their own um, their own product that they've either come up with or they've um, just ordered products from AliExpress or Alibaba or, or whatever Chinese supplier and then relabeled it so that it's okay. their own label. So be a private letter in different brand, yeah. Gotcha, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you so you do e-commerce for these type of brands. Um, do they do they need to have um, usually like some like for them to work with you? Are they having scaling problems, or can they just not make money at all? Like, what is kind of the balance between that? Yeah, sure. So the ones that are uh, the the I guess like the ideal client or the ones that we can really help out are the ones that typically. Um, they've already sort of figured out what they want to do and what they want to sell and they have a product and they're making sales, whether it's organic or through their personal brand or um, they've already proven their product and they are making sales. But right. then it's a matter of actually implementing paid traffic so that they have a scalable and predictable source of um, income and sales revenue. That right. way, of course, once we have that model built out and we're generating, say, um, $5,000 in sales for every $1,000 in, in ad spend that we spend, um, we can just scale and grow that, which, of course, things like organic stuff like SEO and, and selling through a personal brand, it's not as scalable and, and as predictable as that. Mm, okay. Oh, man. Well, yeah, man. Thank you for breaking that down for us. Now you guys know who Dimitri is. And now we're going to go into the practical section. You already guys know how this is going to go. We're going to get into the meat of it. So Mr. Ecom himself, Mr. Ecom expert, man, I need you to break down for the people, man. If I want to... You know, I, I just got this. I'm tired of my job. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to go into e-commerce. What are the things that I need to do? You know, what's the first steps of, you know, first beginning and middle and end steps of getting e-commerce and making money from it? Yeah, awesome. So um, I think in the beginning, it's it's being really clear on, on a passion product and, and this one product that you want to sell and not so much anymore going down the route of testing like a hundred different products. I mean, a lot of, um, sort of e-commerce and drop shipping, the, the sort of process involves testing these hundreds of, of, of products and trying to find one winning product okay. um, that they can then sell, right? And that it, while that works, they can sell it for a time. And then once um, someone else catches on and, and other advertisers start coming into the space and, and marketing towards that product and to the same audience, it essentially just kills your conversions. And it's not a very long-term strategy. So it's getting really clear on one product, whether it's a, a passion product, a, a supplement, um, a, a clothing brand, something like that. Um, and once you're clear on this one product that you want to sell, it's very much so about building a brand around that product using, say, influencers in the beginning because influencers can be cheaper than, than Facebook advertising, um, using some organic sources so that we can build up our custom audiences and stuff like that. 
um, and then from there looking at implementing paid traffic afterwards. So in the beginning, the very first steps, find your product, try and label it if you can so that you are selling something that, that no one else can just come into the market and start selling straight away because it has your brand on it. Start reaching out to hundreds of influencers, right? And just saying, hey, um, I'd love it if you could just promote this product, put a, a post up on your Instagram and in exchange, we'll, we'll send you all this stuff for free or we'll pay you a hundred bucks or whatever it might be. Right. Um, and, and when you're doing that, you, you might not be generating sales from day one, which is fine. That's not the objective. You're doing two main things, right? You're building up your audience and you're also building up your data on your website and on your Facebook pixel and stuff like that. So that when the time does come to start running ads and to scale, we've got all this data already that we can then build upon and, uh, and really capitalize on. Mm, okay. So yeah, so really the first steps is like you said, kind of just a recap. So I need to just think about maybe some product that I'm just really just passionate about um, or, you know, cause I would have a more of a better interest of actually marketing this than just like, you know, testing a whole bunch of other products and things like that um, beforehand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it is important to be passionate in, in some sense of the word, just because if you're going to be building up a brand and a really passionate audience about the product, there's okay. no other way to do it than to really engross yourself in, in whatever the product is and, and to be able to educate the audience and share your passion with your audience um, mm -hmm. about the product, yeah. Okay. But what about, you know, these websites, like, uh, like let's say, like, you know, these, uh, these niche websites, like, let's say, like, Ecom Hunt and things like that. You know, these products, they they find these winning products for you. And then from there, you're able to just maybe build a store around those winning type of products. Um, and then from there, just kind of shoot ads towards them. How do you feel about uh, things like that? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, again, in the short term, that's something that could work. But you've got to think how many other eyes are on those products at the moment when by the time they've gotten to you through one of these tools like EcomHunt and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's going to be very, it's, it's not going to be a very long time before everyone's hopping on those products. And again, you're, you're bidding because the Facebook, the, the way it works with Facebook advertising is it's on a bidding system, right? So right. you pay depending on how many other people want to show their ads to the same people. So if there are more people on it, the ads cost more and your profit, profitability goes down. Mm. So um, by, by creating your own product and having your own brand, you're basically blowing all the competition out of the water. Mm. Okay. Yeah. okay. So then from there, once I have my product, um, you know, I go through the process of setting up my e-com store, um, you know, terms and conditions, all that good stuff. And from there, um, I should go into either running ads or finding influencers, um, I'm assuming we're let's just kind of niche it down to Instagram influencers because, you know, I would say probably those are the best bang for your buck um, if you're going to pay for influencers. Um, I remember yeah, in my other episode, I, I want to say it's episode 51, I was talking about how people can go and get those um, Instagram influencers. You know, there's multiple tools that you can see the engagement rates. Um, so you guys can go ahead and check episode 51 about the intro um, to influence Instagram influencers. Um, so, Compared to Instagram influencers and um, Facebook ads, um, do you think you should use both or just kind of just pick one? Yeah, so I mean, there's there's sort of like a time and place for everything, right? So in the beginning, I think it would be more about influencers just so that you can build up some traffic and build up that data. Um, of course, when you're doing that stuff, it's really, really important to have your Facebook retargeting in place, which means you want to be catching anyone that sort of comes into your website and bounces and leaves the website. You want to be catching them with, with other ads, whether it be dynamic product ads, which, which they dynamically update the products. If you've got more than one product on your store and shows the most relevant product, depending on the, uh, the website visitors behavior on your website, 
or showing them testimonials, showing them um, click to messenger ads to open up a conversation to, to settle any objections or doubts they might have with your product. Um, really important to have that stuff in place so that when the traffic's coming in from the influencer, um, we, we're not just losing that traffic, right? We want to capitalize and, and catch and squeeze as much juice out of that traffic as possible. Yeah. Once you're getting some of that traffic in, that's when you want to start playing around with Facebook ads because what we can do is we can create custom audiences based on um, the, the number of people, or the people that purchase, the people that add to cart, um, the people that spend the time on your website, right? right? And we've done all this stuff with the influencers, right? And we haven't generated any sales. That's fine because the objective isn't to generate sales from day one. We're thinking long-term. Um, we can do what's called a time spent on site audience, right? So we can create an audience based on the top 5% of, of time spent on our website. So it'll go and take out of a hundred visitors, it'll go and take the five most engaged people on your website and essentially profile them. And then we can create a lookalike audience based on that. And Facebook will start showing your ads to people very, very similar to the ones that have spent the most time on your website. Now, of course, this is going to be a lot more powerful than if you had just started with Facebook ads from day one and you're just targeting, say, the interest fishing to sell fishing rods, right? Right. Once we these custom audiences and these lookalike audiences, it's a lot more powerful. So I think you guys can see like sort of tying back now um, why we do influences and stuff like that first before actually just going and marketing to cold traffic with Facebook. Okay. No, that makes sense because hey, like you said, <clears throat> I mean, first before like, you know, you like, you have to find the right influencer for your niche. You know, obviously if you're a fishing niche, you can't go to a travel uh, influencer and, you know, try to sell your stuff. So once you guys actually find those uh, actual niches, from there, you pay them, you know, and I'm, I'm really finding that, you know, like they're very, very underpriced as well too. Like, you know, you can get a, you can get a, uh, uh, influencer who has, you know, maybe a 75 to hundred K followers, um, with maybe an engagement of like six, 7%. And you can get them to run your, uh, run a post for you for maybe like 50 to hundred bucks, you know, if that. And so like, you know, if you're running it to a product, you know, like Dimitri said, you might get a sale, um, but you might not. But, you know, with that data that you're getting, able to retarget those people for later products and later content that you have, man. Um, so, Dimitri, man, um, what are some things, some things that people who are just getting started should not do? What are, like, the biggest mistakes that people make um, when getting into the uh, uh, dropshipping niche? Right. Great question. Um, again, I think it's uh, it, it really comes around sort of not really knowing exactly what you're passionate about and what you want to sell and then ending up just just selling a bunch of random crap from from aliexpress that anyone can sell so i think before you start or before you select a product you should sort of go through the thought process of hey can some random person from the other side of the world working out of his mom's basement actually just sell this as well because if if the answer to that question is yes then there, there's zero barrier to entry for anyone and and the competition I mean, even if you do have short-term success, it won't last at all just because the competition will flood in. So um, yeah, definitely look at creating your own products. Now, in terms of, I guess, from a marketing perspective, um, really important, again, to have retargeting in place. Look at your email marketing, again, so you can capture the customers that come through, the traffic that comes through, but doesn't actually purchase. So you'd want all your, uh, your abandoned cart uh, email sequences in place and stuff like that. Um, and with influencers, now I'm a massive advocate of influencers. 
I think people really don't see the value in them at the moment. They're, they're still massively underpriced, right? Just let them keep sleeping, man. Let them keep sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Um, so, I mean, and where that comes from is you used to be able to pay $100 for a shout-out and make $1,000 in sales, right? Um, and, I mean, I was doing that even up to about nine months ago. I was actually doing it with some of these um, prints from AliExpress just as a little side project to test out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and almost got sued by Monopoly in the process, which was crazy. But yeah, so um, you used to be able to say, pay $100 for a shout out and make a thousand bucks in sales. Right. Now it's gotten to the point where you might pay a hundred bucks and make 200 bucks in sales, right? And people are saying, oh, it's not really worth it. It's, it's a waste of time and stuff like that. But you've got to think in the process, how many followers are you gaining? How many extra eyes have you got on your on your brand? And how many website visitors do you have that you can later retarget and sell other stuff to and really look at the long-term, uh, the, the lifetime customer value when you are making these shout-outs? So you may spend 100 bucks and only make 200 bucks back. But in the long-term, those eyes on your on your product, on your brand, how much money are you going to be, be getting out of those guys in the next six to 12 months if they've followed your page or they've, they've landed on your website and you've pixeled them or, or anything like that where you can retarget them and, and follow up with them and, and get further sales down the track? So that's that's a massive one, just, just thinking about the lifetime value of a customer rather than day one and making sales on day one. Mm, okay. So I, how much uh, money would one spend or, you know, like, before one should be concerned about maybe their product or their store or things like that, how much money do you think somebody should just focus on, okay, like not worry about losing until they start reconsidering things? Does it just depend on the budget? Is it, would it depend on the person, the product, you know, give me your, give me your take on it. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of, of variables at play there to, to actually know whether, whether or not you've sort of, I mean, the, the question is like, when, when should you give up and work on another product, right? Essentially. Right, basically. Yeah. I mean, it really does depend on how you've, if, if you've done exhausted every single option and people just aren't biting on your product, you've probably got a dud product that people just don't really want or aren't right. passionate about, right? Um, and, and you would know that sort of within the first thousand dollars, you should know that if, you, if you've done the first thousand bucks, right, you've you've uh, posted on uh, with, with influencers, you've used influencers, you've got your retargeting in place, you've got your email marketing and you're running some Facebook ads and you've spent a thousand bucks and you still haven't made a single sale. You've either one, got to assess your strategy and your approach so far um, and make sure that you have done all those things right. Um, but yeah, if you haven't made a sale or, or had a considerable number of people follow you or even click to your website, your click-through rates are terrible, then um, by that stage, by about... A- uh, I see that be that shit. Fucking knew it. That so, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. I must have got you. You just frozen for a sec. There we go. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> I know, right? You can see me, right? We're good, right? Yeah, yeah. We're all good now. Yeah, I got you. Cool, man. Cool, man. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, man. There y'all have it. Literally broken down to what to do, what not to do. Uh, if you want to get into drop shipping. Literally go back, write some notes down. I hope you guys are taking notes. I definitely learned some some new things myself as well too, man. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a small break. We're going to take a small musical break. Uh, we play music. I play music at the beginning and end of every podcast. So if you guys have any artists, upcoming artists that you want to send me, please send them to me. Uh, you can send them to my IG. It's Kevin Joseph. And I will be right back. Good week, good 
drink, nigga, good night. 2C, bad bitch, that's a good vibe. Rolling up the good weed, nigga, get high. Coming with the flame shit every damn time. Good weed, good drink, nigga, good night. 2C, bad bitch, that's a good vibe. Rolling up the good weed, nigga, get high. Coming with that flame shit every damn time. Welcome back. Stay here with my boy Dimitri, man. Um, so this section, part three, man, is what is uh, what is called. What you, what do you have going on right now, man? So I want to know what do you have planned for your future, man? For you, for your agency, uh, what are some plans that you what some plans that you got going on? Yeah, sure. So I mean, of course, the plan is to grow the agency massively and to to take on a bunch of really awesome clients that we can help because um, I'm very driven and and very passionate about, of course helping other other business owners grow massively. And I mean, just from like the results that we've gotten in the past six to 12 months, mm. um, I just want to keep doing it for more people, right? Now, I know um, that's sort of like cliche and and people say, oh, you just you want to help people. That's complete bullshit. Um, well, look, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, that that whole I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm on the planet to, to help people and stuff like that in my business um, is a little bit negligent of the fact that people do do it to make money. Of course, that's that's our number one priority as entrepreneurs, right? To figure out how to make money, and that's where our passion lies. Um, so, yeah, to, it's it's to build up the agency, and secondly, also to um, to to bring on a lot of more of these e-commerce projects, like the fitness apparel company that we're working on at the moment, um, and and really scale those upwards. So we have five or six of those. Um, that, that are doing some some big things and, and building awesome brands with hundreds of thousands of people around the world, millions of people around the world, um, actually looking at these brands and thinking, man, I want to wear that stuff or I, I could really do with that or that can really sort of help me out and, and stuff like that. So um, yeah, definitely one, to grow the agency and two, to sort of build up the, the e-commerce portfolio. Over time, yeah. How do you go about getting clients now? At the moment? Yeah. Um, so... At the moment, it's it's very much through my personal brand and just putting out a lot of value into the marketplace. Uh, people really underestimate how much, um, because I mean, you hear Ty Lopez and Gary Vee and all these guys say it all the time, right? They're like, right. Oh, just put out value and and good things will come. Um, that's like as corny as that sounds. It's so true. It really if, works. If you do it right and you're really putting out value, and of course, you have to know. Um, a couple of little tip, tips and tricks along the way to actually get the right eyes on your on your um, content and the stuff that you put out. Um, but if you do all that right, the, the leads will come flying in and, and people will, will be begging to work with you just because you're doing such an awesome job for for uh, for, for your other clients at the moment. So, um, I mean, I guess some of the sort of tips and tricks and the things that you should be doing along the way just for anyone that's got sort of a consulting business or anything like that, um, case studies are super super valuable right so as um you saw and i guess a lot of the people watching this may have seen um the 25k in a day e-com messenger strategy that i put up i have put that a couple of times in a couple of different groups and people just love it right because it's massive massive value right uh, the case studies are great leveraging your past results and if it means you have to work for free for your first client or your first couple of clients to build up this, this massive portfolio of awesome results, then do it because in the long term, it's, it's going to come back in spades. Secondly, um, when you're doing all this content stuff, include numbers because people just love numbers. It's one thing to say, hey, here's, to sort, here's how to set up your Facebook ads or here's how you should go about um, your online marketing or growing your business. But if you say, hey, I'm going to show you how to add $100,000 to your revenue in 90 days, 
everyone will just yeah for sure everybody's jumping out the window to see that yeah that's it that's it so um yeah the the main way we're we're getting clients at the moment is just through through my personal branding and stuff which is why dimnico.com um it's it's all done through that it's not like an an agency or its own sort of Mm -hmm. brand um and yeah just all through content and and putting out value in the marketplace man yeah yeah man are you uh are you running any um are you making that content and then like running any ads or is it anything like that yeah cool so good question i've got a um what i'm finding is working really well right now to to actually run paid traffic because that's something we want to be doing right so that we've got a a broader sort of reach absolutely um, so than just our friends list and stuff like that um what i'm doing is i've got a messenger bot set up on my personal page it's Mm -hmm. it's dim nick on facebook and and the bot there when people opt into that it takes them through a value series seven days of just like dropping bombs right so right these awesome strategies that they can literally just go and implement in their business straight away it breaks everything down step by step for them to do it themselves um and then of course at the end there's a pitch and it says hey um hop on and, and book your free strategy call with me or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from there, we have a talk about their business and how I can help them out and stuff. So we're running ads directly to the messenger bot from Instagram stories. And okay. we're getting people to sign up for Instagram it. stories. Oh, so they swipe up when they see yourself. Oh, yeah, exactly. So they swipe up, land on a landing page. Um, and that basically says, hey, do you want to see this 25K in a day case study? Click here. All right. Big button, they click on that. End up in messenger the case study gets sent to them in messenger. Then we also ask for their email. Um, and then after that, they go through seven days worth of value within messenger again. And then finally they're asked to book a call. Man, how's the engagement with that? Um, you know, with the people interacting throughout all the seven days. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, people are loving it. Um, I, I could probably bring up the stats, but that's all right. Um, we're getting in the beginning, I mean, the case study is like 98% open rate or whatever. Mm, By the right. end of it, it, it's down to about 80%, which is still, still solid. Yeah, solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Solid, yeah. So it's yeah. insane. Um, and it's getting awesome feedback. People can just, you know, open up a conversation with you whenever they feel like reply to any one of your case studies. Mm. Um, and then we can strike up a conversation and say, hey, do you want to get on a call? Let me see how I can help you out and stuff like that. Is this you running um, it yourself or is this somebody on your team that's running your, uh, the messenger bot? Yeah, so so my own marketing I enjoy doing myself, right? We've got guys on the team that, that handle some client stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but all my own stuff I because I just you love yourself, it, yeah. Marketing strategy stuff. Yeah, I do all that myself, yeah. Oh man. Oh, so is you're doing a strictly just uh, uh just Instagram stories with the swipe up. Sorry, say that again. I see you're doing just Instagram stories with a swipe up. Yeah, exactly right. So it's just Instagram story ads that swipe up onto a landing page and then straight into Messenger. Mm, okay have you have you tested like the uh, like video views or link to clicks um uh through facebook and stuff um yeah facebook is a little bit more expensive i think oh really like something like ten dollars to get someone to comment and we were using the comment growth tool so mm. comments and says like, yeah yeah, yeah like give me the case study type deal right drives them right but um yeah it costs considerably more i found the best way at the moment is definitely um, the ig story yeah. I think it's the fact that you tested it through the stories too. So you're, so are you running a, it's a video ad or it's a, uh, a 15 second video or is it a 15 second, uh, uh, like 15 second, um, I guess picture. Uh, not 15 yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's picture. yeah. It's just a picture of me, um, just sitting on a table. I had a photographer take it a little while ago. 
Um, okay. Really basic. The photo had nothing to do with marketing. Right, um, right. It says in big text, it says 25K in one day case study, swipe up to download or something okay. like that. And, and oh, that was it. Yeah. Really simple, yeah. Yeah, that's solid, man. That's a solid plan for sure. Yeah, no, those, and the fact that you're doing both, the fact that you're taking the using the mini chat and then from there as you already know mini chat can go away any fucking time so you're getting their email as well too um i think that's super super awesome as well too man so yeah exactly right i mean i i love mini chat it's awesome and i think it it's heaps better than email for for sort of building up a relationship with the customer and and selling anything right Mm -hmm. but firstly like you said man it can be mini chat can be gone any day and yeah, we had a bit nice. of a scare a little while ago with the uh, Facebook data scandal where ManyChat actually stopped connecting to new accounts for like mm-hmm. three weeks. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, by collecting their email, we can create custom audiences and advertise to these people on any ad platform. So we can take that email list, start showing those guys YouTube ads, Snapchat ads, um, yeah, Google Display Network, anything mm-hmm. all around the internet because we have their email address. That's have you ran something. Snapchat ads? Yeah, I've I've tried. It's been a struggle, actually. Um, <laughs> it's it's a pain, man, because it's it's such a primitive ad platform at the moment. Um, right. You can't like they don't even have a pixel yet. And yeah, no, there's no tracking or anything with Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. So I went through about three weeks going back and forth with support, trying to just get it approved in the first place, and they kept coming back with a different reason. Um, and it was the same one I was running on Instagram, so I knew it was mm. fine. Yeah. Um, finally, yeah. So finally got approved, and then I got about two thousand page visits, and no one opted in. So wow, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. So still a lot of testing to be done there, and a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I wouldn't really even really see your analytics as well either uh, through Snapchat. Yeah, you can see you really can't see your analytics uh, from. Yeah, Snapchat. all all you've got is clicks really. and, and page views. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they'll hopefully they'll, they'll, you know, I think that's the biggest thing with Snapchat is just because you really just, you know, as marketers, you want to see your analytics, you want to know what works, you know, what doesn't work. So the fact that you want to run as it, but you really can't see your numbers. I think that's, you know, definitely something Snapchat really has to improve on um, if they yeah. really want to grow that platform for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't even know what direction Snapchat's going. In <laughs> I know. Right? I feel like after oh, the IG yeah. took their story thing, they were just like, oh, shit. Like, damn, what are we yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it, man. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Oh, cool, man. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, man, let's go ahead and wrap it up, man. Um, Wally, I definitely want to thank you for, uh, you know, sharing your plan, man. I think that's an awesome plan um, to get to, you know, really getting those big brands, um, you know, really growing your personal brand. Because, you know, at the end of the day, people um, buy because of, you know, who they like. And so obviously if you're building that relationship, you're building that relationship with people online with yourself and through Messenger Chat. I think that's an awesome, awesome strategy, man. That's cool, man. Um, But yeah, man, so final thoughts, man. Um, So since you're from Australia, man, I have to know, man, have you ever tried to like fight a kangaroo? No, 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 no. I've never, I've never ridden on one either. The, the question that we get a lot, I don't know, I guess when we travel and stuff. I know, of course. Like, you know, right. People would ask, hey, do you guys ride on kangaroos? Really? Like, yeah, yeah, we ride them to school and stuff. It's cool, man. Since I'm from Texas, I get I always get like, oh, do you guys ride horses to school? Like, do you guys ride the horses uh, <laughs> everywhere? Like, oh, where's your cowboy hat? Why don't you have cowboy boots? Yeah. I'm like, no, man, it's not, it's not like that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, baby. Yeah, man, I, I, have, I don't know. Have you seen that video of uh, that guy fighting that kangaroo because his dog? 
Yeah, yeah, and he just like he punches him in the he face. Punches a kangaroo, and the kangaroo yeah. walks away. I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" Because I know the kangaroos yeah. are like very, very like uh, uh, brolic, like real strong, right? They're, they're pretty big too. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't punch one in the face. That's for sure. That boy must have really yeah. loved his dog, man. Yeah, what was that? Uh, what was the story that you was uh, talking about earlier with the uh, that you almost got sued? Yeah, yeah, man. So um, basically, I was selling um, these sort of knockoff. It's a bit dodgy. Um, I found these prints on AliExpress, which is a site a lot of people use to dropship, right? And I had no intentions of dropshipping at the time, but I, I was just like, man, these are awesome. All right. I want them. So like alarm bells, ding, 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 awesome dropshipping product, right? Um, and I start dropshipping these and, and using influencer shoutouts. And the print was they, – they were actually um, – like re recreated versions of these prints by a guy called Alec Monopoly. Mm. And he's a graffiti artist, a street artist. And he does sort of mock-ups of like the whole Monopoly man and a lot of like Gucci street art and all, all this, like right, really right. Fun, all that sort of stuff. Um, and we started doing shout outs. And like I said, I was spending like a hundred bucks a day on shout outs and making like a thousand bucks a day in sales. And that was going for like three or four days. So we had, we had like a six-figure business. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's solid. Like that. Yeah. And then um, I get this email from, I can't remember who it was from. It was some lawyer saying, you need to stop selling these prints Steven right now. Uh, cease and desist. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah. And they were basically saying, um, we're the lawyers of Alec Monopoly. You need to stop selling this right now. We've also forwarded this on to the, the Hasbro, which is the company. Oh, shit, it. yeah forwarded this on to Hasbro's legal department and I was just like oh fuck shit <laughs> I was like oh shit I was I was shitting myself man I was like oh no yeah. so I was like running around like crazy the next few days like showing all my friends like guys fuck what's this <laughs> so, uh, never heard from them again um which was did you weird. actually stop selling them I did stop selling them oh, yeah okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah I did but it was a shame that one would have been a good one for sure right dang that's crazy so now you so you're not even selling anything now you're literally just working with clients you don't even have your own e-commerce or anything do you yeah so I'm working with clients and I've got the uh the fitness apparel brand that's uh oh yeah 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 the fitness apparel brand that's cool man awesome man yeah man that's pretty much all I have for you man and thank you again for being on the show Dimitri man if you could just go ahead give the people some final thoughts and where they can find you at awesome awesome so KJ firstly thank you for having me on the show really appreciate it um final thoughts I mean just, just remember, guys, it's, it's all about long-term or lifetime customer value and thinking in the long-term rather than the short-term, building up your audiences and building up all that Facebook pixel data and stuff like that, not just making sales from day one. If you do all that stuff right, I promise you the sales will come. So um, if you guys want more content like this or you guys want to see that 25K in a day messenger strategy that, that I talked about previously um, where we did 25 grand in sales in a day and you can go through my whole messenger bot and stuff like that so you can see how I've set up all my stuff tap into the case studies and also see how I get clients and stuff. Um, you can just go onto my website, dimnico.com. It's just D-I-M-N-I-K-O.com. And then from there, you can find me pretty much anywhere. Facebook. Yeah, Instagram. man, that'll be all in the show notes. So you guys just scroll down when you see it, man. Um, but yeah, man, that will be pretty much it, man. Thank you again for being on the show. And we will talk to you soon. Go ahead, before you guys leave, give a five-star review. Tell your brother tell your mama and tell your fine ass sister too about the show man all right guys we'll see y'all later I can't run with them on that side.
that I twist the mind, this hurt my seed.